0: Welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. My name is Katie Christ, and in 2016, I wrote down in a journal that I was going to become unapologetically my best self. And my purpose is to help women do the same, whether that's overcoming body image issues, creating next level inner confidence, or up-leveling our emotional intelligence and sense of worth. I believe that by investing in and developing who we are, we can exponentially transform the world we live in. My mission is to create power and influence in the hands of women. These are conversations for those ready to rise. This is the Allured Life Podcast. Let's go all in. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Chris Youngdahl. So welcome to what this podcast is going to be about, is talking about halftime. Halftime, halftime, halftime. It is halftime right now in 2023. Halftime, at least for me. If you are very, very, very specific, uh, halftime, halftime of the year will be July 1st, (laughs) but I'm getting ahead of the game. I'm, I'm, I'm going to win this halftime and make sure I am getting everything in that I want to be contemplating and journaling and pivoting with and planning around with welcome to halftime. So, okay. What is this, Katie? This is the halfway mark of the year. We are, so right now, as this recording will come out, will be June. Um, it'll be June 6th, is that Tuesday. We're in month six. We're in June. We've had it January, February, March, April, May. Now we're June. So six months. So we're a little less than six months through, but we're at the halfway part. How you doing? Let's check in. What we what I want to be doing right now with this half half point, halftime point, is to really re-energize, bring the energetics that are so easily founded at New Year's. So easily. I'm doing this again for myself. And so if you want to join, join with me. So I want to kind of go over this podcast. We'll just be going over a couple of things that I've been contemplating and thinking about and Truly, I've kind of all of, of, I, I create some, I've been trying to, I'm going to be real and raw with this one of just like, okay, what's going well, what's working for me and what's not working for me right now. Um, cause one of the biggest things at the beginning of January, um, I went through this process of really being intentional and really planning this year. Um, I actually went through my entire process that I did it through Invested, the Resolution Rebellion, um, a program that I had that was about, I think it was nine modules. Um, so nine days of just kind of like nine days of looking back at 2022, finding the memories that I made and really integrating that and and creating, figuring out, okay, what what were the things that I didn't do that I said that I wanted to do or or kind of my... My failures, and extracting the learned lessons from that, and so st- starting with 2023, I all I had was the memories that I had, the beautiful moments that took my breath away, and then I had golden nuggets of lessons. Where okay, if I I know this, let's integrate this. I actually I had this emotional response to these moments. I kind of extracted the lesson from that. So instead of just carrying this memory of pain or this memory of guilt or this memory of disappointment in myself, like take that of be like, okay, there's a strong emotion here, Katie. And, and with emotions, we actually, we remember things more, right? We remember the highs and we remember the lows. But instead of just remembering kind of this whole situation of the low i was like let's let's reframe it a little bit and let's grab that what's the lesson what's the lesson and carrying that into 2023 and then i planned the entire year and my plan was to stick to that plan for the entire year uh (laughs) the plan was there and it didn't work uh because of one of the things that I will talk about in this podcast. Um, but this is where it's just, it's, it's halftime, baby. It's halftime. And there's an energetics of, and this is where, so I'm, I'm a daughter of a football coach. Um, we actually fun news. Uh, my dad is going, so he was the, he was at Wisconsin and now he, um, is taking a new kind of a fun role. Um, and in Austin, Texas. So was it? Hook'em? I think it's Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I will learn this one. I will learn this one. Um, no. So, and he's actually, it's, it's a really cool, okay. That's a story for another time, but um, what I love about leadership and that I'm, I'm learning from so many different really influential men and women is just the power of always being a protege always being a protege and always learning, always leveling up. And so I'm really proud of my dad for taking a a role where he's kind of stepping into the protege and learning and deepening. And it's just, it's, it'll be a really exciting time. Um, But that is not the conversation of this podcast. Uh, However, however, this is where the, the, practice of being a protege, of being a student is so important in our life. And this is where having kind of set times to, to ask ourselves like, hey, what is it that you learned? What is it that you want to be learning? What is it that you've done? What is it that you want to be doing? Where are you going? Where have you gone before? is so, so critical because of a couple of things. So let's go back to this concept of a halftime. And again, why I brought up being a coach's daughter. It's I, who knows if this was actually true. It, It might just be my ego being like, I knew it. There were certain games watching for my entire life. There were certain games where we would be down at half. And I would see how players come out of the locker room, the next quarter, the next half, and I could tell. I was like, "We're not, we're not going to win. <laughs> like we're, we're not going. We are, we are losing bad. <laughs> like it is, it is already written in how the players are standing on the sidelines. History is all. It's, it's been written." This loss has already been written. It's already set in stone. You can see how they're standing. You can see how they're talking to each other. You could tell how quickly the players run in and out of the huddle, in and out on the field. How fast they they go when a player is down. How fast they go to pick them up. You could you can tell. So there's some certain games that I just remember. It was more so I could tell. I was like we're we're they're done. They've already said that they're going to lose. Even though we have the third quarter the rest of the third quarter to play. The rest of the fourth quarter to play. Even though we have the entire fourth quarter. And I was like, "What well, why? Why have they already chosen that? You can see it in them." It's cuz a lot of the times what we do so much so much, so much, is we take the proof of what's in front of us. The proof of looking at the score and you see it. And you're like, we're already down. Three touchdowns, two touchdowns, four touchdowns, three points. It didn't matter how much we were down. You could see it a lot. It was easier for players to hold the faith that they could come back when it was down by three points, down by a touchdown. But down by three touchdowns, you start to lose the faith. You start to see the evidence out there that's telling you you're going to lose. You're not enough. But yet, because we've, we've seen those games where it's like, yep, they're down. It's, the game's over. We're fine. I get on Ryan all the time of like, he just will shut off. <laughs> He's a huge uh, Vikings fan, Minnesota Vikings fan. And he'll get so pissed if you're down two, two touchdowns. I'm like, Ryan, you have seen games where your team is up by two touchdowns and you're still nervous that you're going to lose <laughs> because you've seen other teams come back. So why is it what, when you're behind, when you're two touchdowns behind, you're just like, nope, we're done. We're done. But when you're up two touchdowns, you're like, oh, we gotta. I don't know if we're gonna keep this going. And we're constantly in this fear of not winning. But why can't we hold the belief like we're gonna do it? We are going to do it because we've I've seen, we've seen teams, they've come back. Two touchdowns down, they're back, three touchdowns down, they're back. And that's where we do this, not just in sports, not just in football, we do this in life. How many times have we gone gotten to a certain point where we're like, oh my gosh, it's been six months. And and especially right now, I'm I'm gonna talk to my my women who are all about body confidence and weight loss and feeling into their body and wanting to lose weight, but struggling so darn. I know these months are hard. I know these months when we're shedding, when we're we're wearing less articles of clothing, you can't hide underneath baggy. Sweaters and leggings. I know these months are hard because you're like, oh my gosh, this is another year where I said I wanted to feel confident in a bikini and I don't. It's a, if you're anything like me, if you're anything like me, gosh, the May 1st date, you're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is the time. How many years have I said that I want to feel confident in a strapless shirt? showing my arms. You're like, Oh my gosh. It's like, it's like the, how we get so excited about new year's resolution goals. It's almost like the summer months are like a check-in where we're like, oh, I don't want this check-in how we do. Oh my gosh. And so, but I want to encourage you right now to not go into your halftime feeling, seeing I'm behind whatever you're behind may, may look like right now. It's so, so different for every single woman out there, right? Whatever you've been focusing on, it could look like not feeling like you've lost the weight for the summer months. It could feel like not like having the relationship or not going on dates or it's, it could feel like not, knocking out of the ballpark to be honest too for my high achievers. It could be like, oh my gosh, I had so many things that I want to be doing, but I just let like life go back to the way it used to be. I feel like right now I'm still in catch up right now. I feel like I'm just running, running, running. I'm I'm exhausted. So thank goodness for these months of summer where everyone's kind of just like going on vacation. I need the vacation. We feel like that, right? But instead of right now, what I want us to do is to really take this halftime mark and be intentional of how you're talking to yourself at halftime. So that when you come out of halftime, you're in the energetics of, I am going to win. It doesn't matter how far I feel like I'm, I'm losing, no matter how many touchdowns, how many points, how many pounds. How many things that I need to be doing? It, it doesn't matter how far I may feel like I'm I'm behind. Or too, if you're just like I'm, just up just a little bit, not enough to like feel like I'm really really crushing this year. I'm only I'm only up by like a point or so. I I, I could still lose. A... <laughs> I want us to go out of this halftime knowing that you got this, having the faith that you've got this that you are going to win and you're going to surpass every expectation that you've ever had that other people have ever had. Like that's the power that I want us to be. That's my intention for my halftime. So if you want to join me (laughs) with my intention, do it, share it, grab it. And so these are, I'll, I'll kind of just get you through some of the questions that I've been asking myself. Um, and if you do want to go deeper with me on this, um, I've decided to just open up one-on-one coaching spots for the remainder of the year of 2023. So just doing one-on-one no more. I I launched a few programs. Um, not going to do that as of now. So one-on-one coaching, um, if you'd like to join me with one-on-one coaching, I open up two different programs. One is called the go all in program. So that's a three month of just really focusing on like one, one big thing that you want to master that you want to be like, I want to go all in on this one specific area of my life. A lot of that in the past has been for me, health, working with women on weight, loss, weight loss. Uh, working out with women about body image and confidence. So if that's something that you want to be focusing on I, that is my jam. Um, but I've also kind of graduated into feminine energetics, um, really mastering kind of your calendar and feeling like going deeper into self-worth of confidence of feeling like you are becoming the best version of you. So that's another aspect. Um, or What I'm excited for is a year long one on one container um, called Iconic. So that's actually um, my new context for the remainder of the year. So, when I was going through, so in Invested the Resolution Rebellion, a big thing that we focus on is just choosing a context for the year. And so I've talked about context a ton, so I'm not going to go too much into this, but a context is just kind of what holds all your goals, all your ambitions, everything that you want in the year, instead of just saying, this is my, I have a goal for this, a goal for that a goal for that. And then we kind of go about our weeks and our days where sometimes it's like, I want to lose weight, but I also want to go on date nights with my husband. Those two things, if they're not in a context, that's the same, they can kind of combat each other. Cause you're like, I want to be the healthiest version of myself, but my, my husband wants to enjoy an entire bottle of wine and like eat chocolate cake off my body <laughs> while I'm eating chocolate cake too. I don't know. <laughs> like I can conflict, right? <laughs> um, Ryan's never eaten chocolate cake off my body, but maybe we'll add that. <laughs> just kidding. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, so what we want, so I talked about this in resolution rebellion is just creating a context that can hold everything. And so at the beginning of 2023, my context was to, I had two, it was to be a boss and kind of create more time for contemplation. Um, again, if you've, if you've heard me talk about kind of these three different energetic fields, it's the badass, the goddess and the boss. Um, the badass being masculine energy, the goddess being feminine energy and the boss being kind of this, um, a mixture of the two these, this beautiful masculine and feminine energy coming in together. I was in 2022, I was missing a lot of the boss in aspect of things. I was more in masculine and feminine and I was just ping ponging through life. I was like, go, go, go exhausted. Let's lean back Bored. Okay. Go, go, go ping pong, ping pong, ping pong. So I need a lot more boss time. Um and then my other one was to create a masterpiece. Um I was looking at kind of what was going on. This was going to be my first year of marriage with Ryan and I really wanted to create a masterpiece where with the programs that I've created with the podcast with my one-on-one coaching experiences um and programs and mentorship um with just the memories that I wanted to create. I really wanted to be super, super, super intentional. And and I loved the word masterpiece because I felt like it really encapsulated this this idea of loving my life, this idea of being intentional with my life. Um, So I loved it. But going through, and this is where it's halftime is so pivotal and critical and needed It was, I was looking back and I was almost checking in with myself okay, how are these contexts holding me? Am I thinking about these contexts daily, daily? And the answer was no. Oops. The answer was no, which is, this is good to know, right? I could sit here and one, I could not tell you this. Because it's like, well, Katie, why aren't you doing what you're, why aren't you practicing what you're preaching? I am because I learned the lesson of, okay, masterpiece and boss. It's those, that word, those two words are not doing it for you, Katie. And the only thing that I wish that I, I did the, my biggest regret is I wish I would have caught this earlier on. I wish I would have caught it earlier on, but I didn't. Because I wasn't in and, and this is again a couple of of some of my failures that i I did is i I changed up my calendaring system um to where I was using it it's i won't name what it was called, but I put my whole calendaring system my schedule online, and I didn't like it but i I felt like there was a learning curve for me, so that was one of the reasons but because of that i i Lost kind of some traction of contemplate scheduled contemplation time. I had it on my calendar to do every the first of every single month. I had it on my calendar to do a scheduled audit of how the last month went, but by looking at my year, I didn't do it. (laughs) So, why? So, so much of us, so much. We don't want to look at why we didn't follow through. We don't want to look at our failures of just saying, okay, what's what's going on here? Why like Katie, gosh darn it. Like you know better. You know you do so much better when you actually sit and think. And when you sit and you contemplate. And when you sit and you just take an audit of okay, what went well, what didn't go well, and then you sit and you plan. And your mental capacity is so much better when you plan. Why didn't you plan? And so like the biggest thing is just to, here's the one thing that I want to, going back to looking at the halftime, we rely on a lot of the times proof of where we're at. We want to look at the score and we want to take that score as either validation that we're winning or it's also saying, okay, you are losing too. And it's in us to sit like we 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 almost want to. It's so hard for us to sit there in our life and to know where we're currently at. And so much of this, think of so so much. We feel like we're we're never enough. Look at Ryan for a sports team. This is crazy that I'm like. I, ne- I never thought, re- truly, I never thought that I'd be talking to women and, and using a lot of sports analogies because I, I wanted to do it different. I was like, the sports analogy thing, that's too masculine. We're not doing it right. But think about, so he's he's watching his team and he'll turn off the TV if they're down two touchdowns, like we're losing, we're done. Nope. But if they're up two touchdowns, he's still worried that we're not going to, they're not going to win. They're like, I've seen it enough that we're gonna lose. I've seen us like fall back so many times, so many times I've seen us fail. And we do this with our life. We do this so much. We 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 take what we've not done and we say that is fact. That's what's happened in the past. Katie, you did not do your May audit, your February audit you You haven't done this, Katie. You haven't lost the weight. you haven't looked back you look at all your failures of what you haven't done this past six months this past five five months. you haven't done this. you haven't created your context it hasn't been a thing. you've been scrolling too much you um what are what are some other things that I've been gotten mad at myself? You haven't been sleeping through the night on certain nights. You're you've been drinking on the weekends when you said that or the weekdays when you said you wanted to cut back. You have been having too much ice cream. You um a ton, so much so much so much. We do this and then we stop there and then we say okay I need to do better. But we that's doing it wrong. That's coming out, that's coming out onto the second half and saying, I gotta stop like not catching these passes. Stop not catching these passes. Stop, stop dropping the ball, stop dropping the ball, stop dropping the ball. If you're a quarterback, you're like, oh my gosh, like I gotta stop like throwing it over their heads, stop throwing it over their heads, stop throwing it over their heads, stop throwing it over their heads. Over their heads. And then what are you, what are you gonna do? when that's your focus. What's the what's the energy coming out? If that's if you are coming out of the tunnel and you are just thinking of, "Okay, I can't do this. I'm bad at this. I should be doing more of this." Like, "Why why can I not be doing this?" Okay, okay, stop. Like, stop thinking about that. We're just going to focus on that. like we we're, we're going to be better at this. We're going to be better at this, but like stop dropping the ball. Oh my gosh, I'm dropping the ball. Stop dropping the ball that's when you see on the sidelines that the players are just like in their heads. They're not talking to each other and they're not pumping each other up. They're standing in a certain way where they know that they have lost. And we do this when we don't look at what we did wrong or what we didn't accomplish and we do not extract the lessons from it. That's the biggest, if I I can tell you, that's the one thing that's been so hard for me to get And I want you to get it faster because there's a couple of questions that there's a couple of questions that really did stump me a little bit when I, when I was trying to kind of create this new plan or this, a little bit of a pivot or just kind of a course correct during my halftime. And the biggest thing was just saying what worked and what didn't work and what do I want to do better? What worked, what didn't work, and what do I want to do moving forward? Those were kind of the three. I, I, I journal a lot. This is where we'll kind of start with you guys. What worked, what didn't work, what do I want to do moving forward? The one question that stumped me so much that I like, did not want to sit there and journal about because so I was like, it's okay. It's, it's like fine. Is what worked. And I was asking, I was like, why do I not? Why am I wanting to just go? I wanted to go straight towards what do I want to do? What do I want to do now? And I was sitting there. I was like, why? Why is this an urge right now to just go straight into do what do I want to do now? It's because I know. One, I know. Right. We all know what we what worked, what didn't work, what we didn't want to do now. A lot of times I know that, So, I'm, and I just want to go. I just want to go. Let's hit the ground running. Let's go. But for, for, for me specifically, but I know for some, like because I've talked to clients about this as well too, it's like we go and then we do the same thing over and over and over again the same mistakes cuz we're going way too fa- fast slow it down to speed up so i sat and i was like i need to know what am i doing well what has worked cuz that then in my mind on my scoreboard i can i can raise the score for myself when it, when the world looks from the outside and i am not as far as i wanted to be with whatever goal if it's weight loss if it's if you are in business if um if it's you Having wanting to have this, these relationships of your dreams, um, whatever it looks like for you. I know I go so broad when I talk about ambitions, but it really is so subjective to each and every one of your heart's desires. So, whatever you're looking at, and if you feel like you're behind, we got to raise that score. We got to raise the belief that you are like farther than we got to have you got to create social proof that you are doing things right. Because when we can see that, then we can be like, okay, the things that have been working, let's just level up on them. So what has worked for, and these are the the categories that I really looked at, is for my health. Um, And I kind of categorized it for my physical health, my emotional health, my relationships. And so I categorized that for my love relationship with Ryan, my family, and my friends. And then my work, so looking at my mission in life, um, which within work, then you can kind of, if you want to categorize or like have, create subcategories too, it could be your mission, your drive, and also your finances as well too. I just kind of categorize all that together. So again, I looked at my physical health, my mental and emotional health, my relationships where it was my love, so partner, so Ryan. Uh, family and then friends, and then I looked at my work. So each one asking myself, "What has worked in the past six months? What are the the memories that I made? Remember when I when I talked about okay, we just want to be carrying memories and lessons. So what are the memories that I made? Create this this level of I'm winning." because i I've, I've done all these amazing beautiful things i am winning even if the scoreboard says so otherwise we have to kind of create this proof in yourself that you can do it and the only 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 way to do that is your belief of what you're capable of doing that you can do it that's the there is there is nothing that i can ever say to you That'll make you believe in you more than what you actually believe about yourself. I can tell you that you can do no you can do anything. I can tell you that if you do X Y and Z you can lose a weight. I can tell you if you do X Y and Z you can create the influence. If I if you do X Y and Z you will have the the self-worth that you want if you do X Y and Z. But there is no X Y and Z unless you actually say I am it. I believe I can do this. I believe I am worthy. I that is my truth. My truth is to be in this health. My truth is that I am that person. There is nothing that I could ever say to you unless you actually believe it to be true. Truth is the strongest frequency out there. Truth is this, like, and this is where and I'm going to do a podcast, probably the next one, to be honest, about this, about confidence and being the one and and owning what we're capable of doing we have to find the tr- like what is our truth that we believe in Not what are the affirmations that we're saying, not what we're trying to be, not what we're trying to like find self or validation from other people to be is true. What is our truth that we do not need validation from anybody else? What's our truth? And that's the only thing that'll make us believe, to be honest. You think about Ryan and I just listened to a podcast that talked about kind of Um, there were multiple trials, neither, whatever it's about the, the the biggest thing was there was a trial, (laughs) It's like one of those murder things. Um, and what makes a trial happen and what makes a jury go through a conviction relies on what is the truth, prove the truth. What's your truth? And what do you need to do to prove that truth without a reasonable doubt? That'll be on next week's podcast. But the reason why I'm talking about it today is that we go straight into what do I want to do? What do I want to do? What do I want to do? Without Without backing up our ability of the truth of what we're capable of doing. We just go straight into, we rely on the momentum of beginning. That, that beginning part of like, I can do it. I can do it. Okay, this is, it's the start. I'm going to start on Monday. This is day one. We got this. The easiest day is always day one. We can do this and we're going to keep going. It's the easiest day is always day one. Because you have that momentum of it being the start, being new. But A lot of the time, a lot of the things that we're striving to do, it's not new. It's stuff we've been doing for year after year. After year after year. But we say this is going to be the day that we're going to start. So then we get all excited. And then, if that, a week goes by, two weeks go by, a month goes by, if you're lucky and you're like, I'm still going. And then you stop. Then you go back. It's because we don't sit there and we almost let ourselves always go back to bottom, go back to bottom go back to how we used to be, go back, go back, and then we jump up from the bottom. We jump up from the bottom, and then we go back down to the bottom. We jump up, we grab some air from the bottom, and then we go back down to the the depth. Instead of like becoming really strong swimmers, to keep going, to keep going, to keep going. And this is where, but just by saying, okay, what has worked, we build up our social proof of what Has worked. What have we actually accomplished? And then instead of just coming back to ground zero and then starting from there, we have a new baseline of okay, okay, cool. The last five months, six months, this is what I've gotten really dang good at. Then our baseline is further than where it was at the beginning of this year. When we actually take the time to say, what has worked? But we don't feel like this is an important step. I knew I didn't think that this was an important step, but this is almost the most important step because it's creating that these building blocks where we can start to compound our years instead of just going right back to new year. What's my like bottom. Okay. New year back at the bottom, new year back at the bottom, trying to lose weight, trying to lose weight, trying to like stop drinking Diet Cokes, trying to eat better, trying to get this raise, trying to, I don't know. All these things. A lot, again, so much of mine is about weight loss and health. Ah, Year after year. So take the time to ask yourself and look back and reflect what went well in these areas of my life? What has worked? So I create a new baseline to jump from. So I start to compound it. And then the next question is like, what hasn't worked? (laughs) Which that's a fun one. Um, But the fun part is to just really say, okay, what hasn't worked? And just then ask the question, what is the lesson from this? What's the lesson? Really extracting that out. And so for me, and I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast was a big thing that didn't work for me is I tried to take the calendar that I created in. So resolution rebellion, we did this whole kind of making a list of 111 list of, um, kind of aspirations and dreams of, of what we wanted to accomplish in 2023. And then from that we reverse engineered it and we planned it all out. We planned it all out. And What I thought I could do, and I I was playing around with this, but I wanted to put my calendar online with um AI. So it's artificial intelligence where it's like I would put it in, and if I didn't accomplish it, if I didn't click it, it would move it to a different part of my schedule. I felt so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, I have like artificial intelligence as my my little like I have like a little assistant. Um, but that didn't work. (laughs) It did not work for me. So Um, I gave myself about, I think I, I tried it for two months. So it was, um, March and April was when I tried that and it just, it didn't work. And I definitely, definitely from there just got off on my whole kind of planning system and following through. Um, so that was a big thing of what I wanted to kind of reset, um, with this halftime was going back to paper and pen and sticky notes. So if any, for those that are watching, I'll show you kind of what my calendar looks like. I have a big, um, and I got this from Melanie Ann layer, uh, her program. Um, I think it's called resolution revolution, resolution revolution. Yeah. Similar to mine. Um, I got this planning of where she takes a big calendar and then she used sticky notes instead of writing things out on her calendar. Um, So then if she doesn't follow through with it, you can move them instead of scratching things out, which I absolutely love. And when you accomplish whatever you have on that day specifically, you just take it off of your calendar. And so the goal is to have a nice white calendar by the end of uh, the month. And then if it's not, if there is a day that you either moved your sticky note or you didn't move it and you didn't get to it, then you get to ask the question, why didn't I follow through? What what went on here? And you get to extract the lesson from that. Um, so that was another, uh, again, my context for 2023 was a masterpiece and a boss. But because I And not just because, but I I strayed away from this calendaring, the scheduling aspect of things um, and did the more online aspect. I missed the monthly introspection days that I had planned out because I didn't have it on a calendar to like remind myself of, hey, Katie, your calendar isn't clean. What's going on here? Um, So that was something that didn't go well for me. Um, here, I'll just list up. yeah, so another thing that didn't go according to plan is the context of a masterpiece. Looking in that in hindsight a little bit, I wasn't thinking about it every single day. Oops, it was so again, I'm gonna give myself a little bit of just like, that's okay. And just my biggest regret is I didn't catch it earlier, but I'm catching it at the halftime. So I've changed my context to iconic. So being iconic. So I know I, I listed off my uh, one-on-one program for 12 months. It's called Iconic. And that was after I created the context of the next six months. It's This is going to be an iconic six months. This is going to be something where I am different. I do it differently. I'm I'm her. I'm the one who's going to create an iconic 2023. Iconic. And that's... I just... I love the word. I feel like it has power. I feel like it has intentionality. I feel like it, it holds masterpiece that I had at the beginning of this year that just didn't fit as well as I wanted it to. I feel like it holds this the three energetic types of being a badass of being a boss of being a goddess like she's iconic and just focusing on that as my context and that's how I'm planning the rest of my 2023 through the lens of what does it look like to be iconic what does my health look like if i create iconic level of health what does my emotional health look like if she's iconic What does her emotional health look like? That's an iconic relationship with me and Ryan. I'm excited. So that's the biggest thing for me was looking at of, of, and that's the biggest thing for us all. I want everybody to know that if you're not following through on whatever you say that you want to be focusing on, if you feel time. If you feel like you're playing catch up, what context are you coming from? What's the context? What's your energy? Is it coming from a need of need for validation, a need for like doing things and and getting things off your to-do list for what? Why? Why? If you're not working out the way that you want to be doing, if you're not eating the right, like the way that you say that you want to be doing it, why? What's the context of how you're walking? What's the context of how you are behaving, of who you are being? What is the context that you are walking with? And if you don't know the answer, you're walking shut up. Like you're not, you're not living right now. You're not conscious. That's it. If you don't know what context that you're walking with right now, you are unconscious you're unconscious. It's like, um, <laughs> this is another thing. I hope my mother does not listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> a perfect example, like right now you, so we sometimes will be watching a movie with my mom or we're watching a show and she will fall asleep. <laughs> uh, and she'll just be like, and then one of us will make a noise or something loud will happen on the movie. And she's she'll be like, oh, okay, what, what happened? What happened? And a lot of times if she's watching a show, she'll rewind it. of like, okay, oh, I missed it. What's going on? Okay, gotta rewind it. Okay. And then she'll fall asleep again. <laughs> or we were actually watching, um, we were watching the menu. It was me, Ryan, my dad, and my mom. Um, my mom fell asleep through the movie. And then she woke up at the end of the movie um, and I won't give away any spoilers. It's a great movie you can watch on HBO. Um, but she just saw one character and she's like, they're the killer. <laughs> and I was like, totally, totally wrong. She missed the movie and got the ending completely wrong. Or she is watching the show and she gets to one point. She keeps rewinding it. She keeps rewinding the show and going back and then falling asleep. And you wake up and you're like, what just happened? What's going on? Oh, I got I got to go do it again. Rewind, play, fall asleep again. Go to the same point. Rewind, play. Like she does this. It's hilarious. <laughs> but that's what that's what we're doing right now. If you're walking with, if you're walking through life and you don't have, if you don't know what your context is, you're not awake right now. You either walk. You're either letting your whole movie life go throughout like the entire plot and then you wake up at the end and you see something and you're like, "Well, she's the killer. You got it wrong. You you you're seeing your lens of life the wrong way. You're not failing right now. You're not failing. You're not the murderer. <laughs> or you're watching a show of your life and you keep falling asleep and you don't see the little movements that you've been making, you don't see the plot happening, and then you wake up, and you're like, "Oh, I don't know how I got here." So let's rewind and go back, start again, start over. It's Monday again. Let's start the exercise routine. Then, oh, let's jump back. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna really focus on our sleep, but a lot of it is wellness, right? <laughs> a lot of our focus is a lot with wellness. That's that's the one thing because it's for us that we drop sometimes. But, our personal goals of like, I have a client who oh, I love this. I love her. I hope she's listening to this. Just take a bath, do something for yourself that makes you feel good. Go shopping. Like we we just go back, we go into our of subconscious, and we don't know what's happening in our life. And then we either wake up and we say, "Oh, I didn't do it right. I'm the murderer. She's the murderer. Ah and we we totally miss the entire plot of the movie we got to rewatch the movie or we got to rewind it back to the beginning or back to the part that we do remember that we remember that we were conscious for and that's the power of taking a halftime of just looking and simply just saying okay what has worked what hasn't worked And from the what hasn't worked, take, please take the lessons, take the lessons, extract the lessons, and then create a plan moving forward with your memories of you winning and the lessons moving forward. And that's how you create an iconic next level, next six months, iconic. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm really, really doing and going all in on it. That's it. Simple. Yet, a lot of the times we don't actually sit there and do the things that matter the most, like asking ourselves what has worked, what hasn't. Extract the lessons from what hasn't worked and then create a plan moving forward. We don't do that because we don't if you were like me, remember remember when I said I didn't want to answer the question of what has worked and what hasn't worked. All I wanted to do was what I wanted to what's what's the plan now? What am I doing now? Cause I was relying on the circumstantial feeling of starting anew, circumstantial power versus really, really honing in on my own personal power and to back up my personal power with backing up my own wins. Almost like just just creating a fake scoreboard in my mind to be like, you are winning, Katie, even if like the outside world is telling you you're, not lo- you're, n- you're losing real bad. It's like, no, I'm, I'm winning. I've got this. And these are the lessons that I'm taking with it moving forward. Backing myself up, creating a really strong personal power so then I can walk from there. Walk with the knowing. Walk with the truth of who I know I am. Because I'm not my failures. Who I am, though, are my memories of what the badass, iconic things I've already done. I'm that. I will claim that. And I will claim my lessons learned as well, too. That's who I'm walking with. That's my truth. That's iconic. So, guys, go all in it's your halftime we're gonna freaking win we're winning okay I love you I hope some moment this week takes your breath away and I'll see you next week hey there thank you so much for listening my goal is to help as many women listening. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your friends. Or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget, if you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Katie Christ. See you back here next week.